Welcome to the Faith Talk podcast. We're excited you are listening today. Prepare to be challenged and inspired through today's episode. We pray that every fear is dispelled and your faith is increased as you hear the Word of God. Now, let's listen in with our host, Caleb Schaefer. Hello, everybody. Thank you so much for joining me today on the all-new Faith Talk podcast. I changed the name from the Caleb Schaefer podcast over to the Faith Talk podcast, and you are listening to the right podcast if you're tuned in to the Caleb Schaefer podcast. I just wanted to do somewhat of a rebrand. There's a new graphic, um, a new title, and um, I want to make this as much as I can about building your faith, about growing your faith. I realize that we are in the end times. We're in the very last of the last days, and people need faith. People need to realize that they need that faith in God, that faith that he will carry them through, that faith that he is going to protect them, that faith that he is coming back. So all of those things are going to come into play in the upcoming weeks as this podcast progresses and continues on. And I'll be covering all sorts of topics. I would love to get some interviews with some people who have had faith experiences, had experiences where they received a miracle or a healing, different things like that, just to boost your faith, to help you out in your belief. And I know that God is going to bless. We did uh, a year of the Caleb Schaefer podcast, and this is actually a brand new uh, year. Hard to believe already, but I started that podcast back in the middle of the pandemic in July 2020, and now it's July 2021. So thank you for tuning in today. God bless you, and it's good to be back again with you, your host here, Caleb Schaefer, and I am going to talk today on taking steps of faith, taking steps of faith. The Bible tells us clearly that without faith, it is impossible to please God. So what pleases God from us? Faith is what pleases God. Trust, belief in him that he is going to do what he said he was going to do, that he will perform what he said he would perform, and that he is still the same yesterday, today, and forever. So today, I'm going to talk to you about steps of faith, and I want to turn to 2 Kings chapter 5 and read to you this story because the Bible tells us here that there was a certain man who had leprosy. He had an issue, and uh, he was given a very specific instruction. He was given a very specific thing that he had to do from the Lord, and when he did it, that's when he received his healing. So I'm going to start reading at verse 1. Now, Naaman, captain of the army of the king of Aram, was a great man before his master and held favor because by him the Lord had given deliverance to Aram. He was also a mighty warrior, but he had leprosy. The Arameans had gone out raiding and had taken captive a little girl from the land of Israel, and she waited on the wife of Naaman. She said to her mistress, If only my Lord were before the prophet who was in Samaria, then he would take away his leprosy from him. So Naaman went in and told his Lord, Thus and so spoke the girl, from the land of Israel. The king of Aram said, Go, and I will send a letter to the king of Israel. So he went and took with him ten talents of silver, 
6,000 shekels of gold, and 10 sets of clothes. He brought the letter to the king of Israel, which read, Now when this letter comes to you, know that I have sent Naaman, my servant, to you, that you may take away his leprosy. When the king of Israel had read the letter, and tore, he tore his clothes and said, Am I God to kill and to give life, that this man sends a man to me to take away the leprosy? But consider and see how he is seeking a quarrel with me. So the king thought that they were trying to start a fight. They were trying to get uh, a fight riled up. But when Elisha, the man of God, heard that the king of Israel had torn his clothes, he sent the word to the king saying, Why have you torn your clothes? Let him come to me and he will know that there is a prophet in Israel. So Naaman came with his horses and chariot and stood at the entrance to the house of Elisha. Elisha sent a messenger to him saying, go and wash seven times in the Jordan and your flesh will be returned and cleansed. So Naaman became angry and went away and said to himself, surely he could have come out and stood and called on the name of the Lord, his God and waved his hand over the infected area and taken away the leprosy. Are not Abana and Farpar rivers of Damascus better than all the waters of Israel? Could I not wash in them and be clean? So he turned and went away in a rage. But his servants approached and spoke to him, My father, if the prophet had told you to do some great thing, would you not have done it? How much more when he said to you, Wash and be clean? So he went down and dipped himself in the Jordan seven times according to the word of the man of God. And his flesh returned like the flesh of a little boy, and he was clean. He was clean. Then he returned to the man of God, he and all his company, and came and stood before him. And he said, Now I know that there is no God in all the land except in Israel. Now take a gift from your servant. So we see Naaman, who has leprosy being given a very specific instruction. And when God gives an instruction, we've got to obey it. When God gives us something that we are to do, we've got to be obedient. We've got to listen. We must obey it because it is the only way to receive what God wants to give us. God cannot bless disobedience. And so many times people want God to bless disobedience. They want God to put his hand of blessing on their life when they're walking in disobedience to his word. They're walking in disobedience to his will. They're walking in disobedience to the commandments that have been given to them. And they are walking in disobedience to the instruction that has been given to them. And Naaman was just about to do that. He said, listen, I could go back to Syria. I could go back to Damascus and I could bathe in the rivers there. Why do I need to bathe in the river Jordan? Why is it that I need to go to Jordan when I could just go home? And his servants were the ones that said, whoa. They said, if, if the man of God would have asked you to do something great, if the man of God would have asked you to do something great big, you would have done it. But you believe that this is too simple. You believe that the River Jordan is not sacred enough for you. You believe these things in your heart, and this is going to stop up your miracle. This is going to stop up what God wants to do for you. And that's one of the things that, that we need to pay attention to. Listen, we think that so many times there needs to be an angel with trumpets showing up to us and 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 heralding the savior's birth 
basically, before we will obey a commandment of God. But God doesn't always work that way. God operates by speaking to us in a still small voice so much of the time on our inside. And God will speak to you in that still small voice instructions, things that he wants you to do, uh, steps that he wants you to take. And when you begin to step out in faith and take those steps, that's when you see the blessing of God come on your life. That's when you see the things that you've been praying for come on your life. Sometimes the instruction from God doesn't make sense. It didn't make sense in the case of Naaman. It didn't make sense to go and take a bath in the river. And it doesn't make sense in a lot of our situations either. We receive instruction from God. We uh, are required to obey those instructions and we may have questions we may not understand it may not make any sense at all but when we obey that's when we see the blessing sometimes the instruction is weird sometimes it's weird I know a, a fellow preacher who said that uh, one time he went to this church and he said it was just so stuffy there was absolutely no response they were they called it a revival he was there and just absolutely uh the service wasn't moving anyone nothing was happening and he said that it was around the offering time i believe that god spoke to him in his spirit and he said get down on your hands and knees and crawl across the floor like a dog and this man of God said, are you serious? He, he was fighting against it, and he knew it was the Lord. He knew God was speaking to him. So what did he do? He was obedient. It didn't make sense. It didn't make sense at all. But when he did that, they began to see true revival, and revival broke out. And it's just amazing to hear him tell that story. A lot of the time, the, the word of God that is given to us, the instruction, does not make sense. And we want something that makes sense to our logical minds, but that is part of faith. That's part of having faith is to take that instruction, whether it makes sense or not, and say, God, I still believe this is you. I believe, God, that you are, are speaking to me, and I am going to obey because, God, I want your blessing. I want your promises in my life. And the uh, when I obey your instruction, that's when the blessing comes. Sometimes it's weird. Sometimes the instruction is simple. And uh, this is this is what happened to Naaman. The instruction was simple. He was like, is this all that I need to do? Could it be this easy? Sometimes we ask. And a lot of the time, when it comes to our giving, when it comes to our sowing, uh, when it comes to pouring our finances out, this is one of the things uh, that people struggle with. Too much, too little, what's going on? You just obey the instruction from God. And if the instruction from God says a dollar or a quarter, guess what? That's all you have to do to meet uh, God's expectations. And he will do that. He will do things like that. Speak to your spirit and tell you to just give something small and you think it's not enough. I was in Bible college one time and I was at a church service where they were taking up an offering and I wanted to give something. I wanted to sow something. I had $5 in my pocket for the rest of the week. $5. That was it. Um, and it was, it was a 
I believe it was a Wednesday um, at church, a Wednesday night. And I felt to give that $5. God spoke to me, give the $5 that you have. And before I left that service that day, my phone rang and there was a $400 blessing uh, on the other end of that phone line. But I believe because I was obedient, God was able to pour out that blessing. I was I followed the instruction of God and he was able to give to me that blessing. So sometimes the instruction's easy. Five dollars uh, might not seem a lot to some people. Five dollars might seem a huge amount to some people. Five dollars seemed a huge amount to me that week. Um, and it it was, you know, that step of faith, that step of faith that caused God's blessing to come for me. Now, sometimes it's simple, the instruction. Sometimes the instruction is big. Sometimes the instruction will feel uh, enormous to us that we have to step out in faith and we have to do what it is that God's asking us to do. But God always requires faith. Let me tell you this, just like Naaman, because Naaman had leprosy. And in the time of the Bible, uh, leprosy was a terrible thing to get because it was pretty much a death sentence. It was a slow death. It meant that your fingers, uh, your extremities would start to lose their feeling. Uh, you would not, that you would be sore all the time. Uh, you'd scrape your finger, not feel it. It would get infected. All sorts of things would take place with leprosy. And this one act of obedience altered Naaman's entire future. And that's what I want to tell you today. One act of obedience, one step of faith can alter your entire future. It can change your entire outcome for your life. It can switch your destination. And uh, when you are obedient to God, he will see to it that you are blessed. And he will see to it that your future is secure when you follow his instructions. Um, sometimes God will give you an instruction to go speak to someone or he will give you an instruction to give something to someone. Those are things that we need to pay attention to, that we need to listen to. Sometimes God will tell us right where something is going to take place, where we need to talk to someone or he'll tell us that someone is going to be in our path that we need to minister to. And sure enough, uh, it's always played out in my own life the way that God said that it was going to happen. And if you are obedient, then God will bless you for that. It's important to be in tune with the Spirit of God. It's important to listen, listen to the promptings of God because uh, we need to be ready to respond at any point in time. We need to be ready to pour out at any point in time. You know, God put us here as ambassadors for the kingdom of heaven, as emissaries from the kingdom of heaven to see people saved, to see people made into disciples, to see people grow, to see all of those things. God put us here for that specific purpose. And he wants us to step out in that faith when he speaks to us, when he tells us. And uh, I believe on this podcast today, somebody's listening who may have a uh, may have received an instruction from God, may have felt like you were called to do something. Maybe it's ministry, maybe it's a business, maybe you felt called to uh, to to do something for someone, to go on a missions trip, to go somewhere. 
uh, other than a missions trip, you feel called to go visit someone or anything, and you feel that prompting, you feel that leading, maybe you feel called to start a podcast, maybe you feel called to write a book, maybe you feel called to start a, a ministry up in, in a nursing home or uh, any variety of, of things. Maybe you feel led to start broadcasting just a little Bible study on Facebook, whatever it is. I encourage you, do not wait to start that. You think that uh, you're waiting on some sort of a giant release from God. And like I said earlier, for him to show up with angels and trumpets and, and announce it. But a lot of the time, God just gives us that prompting. He gives us that feeling down on the inside that will... Uh, let us know the direction that he wants us to go. Let us know the instruction that he wants us to obey. And when we obey, when we listen to what God is saying, when we respond to what God is saying, that's when he can bless us. That's when he can take us to greater levels and give us greater authority. That's when we, uh, we receive from him the greatest things for our future. So, so I encourage you today. If you feel like God is telling you to do something or you felt like God was telling you to do something, even if it's years ago, even if it's a long time ago and you still haven't done it, you still haven't completed it, I'm telling you, it's time to act. It's time to step out in faith because when we step out in that faith, God will give us another instruction following the one he gave us. The more you step out in faith, the more you believe and the more you put into practice your uh, your faith in God and show God that you're willing to follow through on what it is that he's given you to do, then he'll give you another instruction. He'll keep giving you instructions as you obey, as you grow in your faith, and it will be able to, number one, bless you because of your obedience, and also you will be helping other people in tremendous ways, in ways that you never could have imagined. You'll be reaching out to other people. You'll be used of God. You'll see blessing overtake your life if you're obedient. Just like Naaman. He was obedient, reluctantly obedient. Sometimes we are reluctantly obedient. Sometimes we, uh, we want to say, well, why do I need to do that? Or why, uh, why does this need to happen right now? And you feel like uh, you just don't want to obey maybe or you feel like it's too hard to obey in the case of Naaman I believe there was some pride involved because he wanted to go back to his own country and dip in the river but if you humble yourself and if you're obedient you'll see the miracle take place you'll see the healing take place and that's what happened for Naaman he went and he did what Elisha told him to do he dipped in the river seven times and he came back out clean. He came back out whole. His leprosy was gone. So today I encourage you, take that step of faith. Take that step of faith that you uh, have been waiting to take. Take that step of faith that maybe you feel like uh, you're not ready to take. God's often not going to ask you to do something you're absolutely 100% prepared, prepared to do because then it wouldn't take faith. A lot of the time, God will ask you to do something and you will have to step out and he will equip you as you go along. He will equip you as you are walking in faith 
and doing what he asked you to do. So step out today, whatever it is, step out, take that step of faith. And I believe you're going to see blessing. I believe you're going to see miracles. I believe you're going to see a healing. I believe all of it in your life that you will see exactly what it is that God has for you as you are faithful to him and as you obey his instruction. Can I pray with you today? First of all, I want to ask you, do you know Jesus Christ? Because if you don't, it is so important that you know him. These are the last days. These are the times that we're living in uh, that the Bible talks about. There are perilous times. They're here and they're going to grow stronger. And we need to live in light of eternity. We need to have eternity out in front of us in our eyesight all the time and in our minds all the time. And one of the ways we do that is to have a relationship with Jesus Christ. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father except through me. And we have got to call on the name of Jesus in order that we can go to heaven. There's a very real heaven and there's a very real hell. And you want to go to heaven. Heaven is a place of eternal peace, eternal rest, eternal worship to God. Hell is a place of eternal torment, eternal uh, anguish. The Bible tells us that in hell there's weeping and gnashing of teeth. There's The worm dies not. What's the worm? The worm is your, your memory, your torment uh, of all the times you had an opportunity to receive Jesus Christ, but you did not. You refused. And you want to accept Jesus Christ today. The Bible says today is the day of salvation. So if you'd like to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, I'm going to pray this prayer. It's called a sinner's prayer. Just pray it along with me and then let me know that you prayed this prayer afterwards. I would love to get into contact with you. All you've got to do is say, Father God, I come to you in the name of Jesus. I believe that he died on the cross and rose again. I believe that his blood covers all sin. I ask you to wash me clean in the blood he shed on the cross. Cleanse me from all sin. Fill me with your Holy Spirit and help me to live for you. I thank you for making me your child today. In Jesus' name, amen. Now I want to pray a prayer over you who are listening. That Maybe you're struggling with your faith. Maybe you've been given an instruction by God and you don't know what to do yet. Let this be your sign. Let this be your launch pad because I believe God wants you to follow through with it. Father God, I thank you today for every single listener who's on this podcast. God, that they have been given an instruction. They have been asked to do something by God. And Lord, I thank you for helping them to be obedient. I thank you for helping them to see that as they obey, they are going to be blessed. The doors are going to open for them. All the things that you've promised them are going to come to pass. So Lord, right now, I pray that they would feel strength, that faith would rise up on the inside of them, and God, that they would know, even if they're scared, Lord, that you are equipping them for what it is that you've asked them to do. So Lord, I plead the blood of Jesus over their minds right now. I plead the blood of Jesus over their households, over their families. God, I ask for a mighty move that they would see miracles, signs, wonders, and healings in their life. God, we love you today. And we thank you for this opportunity to share together on this podcast. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you so much for listening today. God bless you. Don't forget, you can get a hold of me on any of my social media. The announcer will come on here in just a moment. And let me know you prayed that prayer or let me know that this podcast encouraged you. God bless you. I look forward to what's coming up here on the Faith Talk podcast. I'll talk to you again next week. 
Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Faith Talk podcast. If you would like to connect with the host, you can do so on Facebook at Caleb Schaefer Ministry, on Instagram at Caleb underscore Schaefer, or by visiting www.calebschaefer.com. Be sure to check out Caleb's worship albums on iTunes, Amazon Music, and wherever digital music is sold or streamed. If you've been encouraged today, please share this podcast with your friends and loved ones. May God bless you, and remember to tune in next week for another episode of the Faith Talk Podcast.